Welcome to Your Mother Ate My Dog, the podcast. He's Josh, and I'm Jesse. And this week, we watched the 1983 horror movie by David Cronenberg called Videodrome. Episode 20, um, the first time that you have introduced the episode. <laughs> Second time. Second, what was the first time? Hmm... I don't remember. It was an early one, though. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I didn't really want to jump into the movie right away. I wanted to, you know, just talk to you a little bit. But, um, well, I mean, I'm just getting it out of the way. Now we don't need to do the formal part and we can still do the informal part and then get back to the formal part, you know, keep people on their toes, like Greg. Right. Uh, that's the Greg uh, reference of the week right there. There it is. I need Sign to slip it in at some point. Yep. You only, yeah, you only have between 30 and 45 minutes of a podcast to do so. Um, this episode is special because it is the last episode that we'll be doing um, in your 20s. So yes. So that's great. Uh, big Jesse has a big birthday coming up, big 30. Um, so just a happy birthday for me to you. Thank you. Because next week we're not going to talk about it. It'll be it'll be my special week next week. So, yep. Happy birthday to Jesse! Um, for his birthday, we watched Videodrome. Holy mm-hmm. cow! Um, I I finished watching this movie pretty recently. Yep. Tonight, so it's it's kind of fresh, but at the same time, I don't know what happened. I don't. This yeah, this movie. Um, it's quite something. Now, have you are you have you seen any other David Cronenberg films? Yeah, we we have seen a few David Cronenberg films together. We have. Yes, we have. <laughs> totally, I totally remember that. You couldn't I, if if you could guess which I believe you've seen two David Cronenberg Canadian David Cronenberg films together. Can you guess which two? One's kind of easy, but. Well, there's only two that I, I, I've seen other than this one. So, one's The Fly. Yeah. Which apparently we watched together. I don't recall that. And the, the other one's The Brood. Oh. Are you sure? I have not have seen it? Scanners. I have not seen Scanners. What about Shiver? Shivers is a David Cronenberg movie? Yes. And I believe we watched that movie we together We did watch well. that movie. That movie sucked. Yeah, That's all I remember it, about it. It had a funny, like it was named something else before Shivers. Um, it was like, uh, we'll have to look it up actually. Now that's funny that you mentioned that because briefly in the film that we just watched, Videodrome, there is a poster of Shivers in the background. Did you notice that? No. It's very briefly. He's like walking, um, James Woods is like walking through, I guess his at his work, I suppose. And it's just like a poster on the wall. It's not in there very long. And I'm like, oh, Shivers. I hated that movie. Or no, Screamers. It's called Screamers. Or are we, oh. thinking, or are we thinking even another different movie? There's a movie yeah. called Shivers? Yeah, so 1975, Shivers, also known as The Parasite Murders, also known as They Came From Within, also known as Orgy of the Blood Parasites. I'm not confident we've seen this movie, but I'm pretty sure we, we saw it. Okay, I need you to stand by for a second while I look that up. You filled the empty space. Betamax. 
They weren't VHSs. They were Betamaxes. Yeah, Videodrome, this was a Josh pick. Um, I was going through mainly just like Crave and Prime and Netflix to see if there was anything that I would like that you would like. And I I came across Videodrome, 1983 James Woods movie, which had a pretty decent score on Rotten Tomatoes. So classic VHS Jesse and Josh movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's there's I, a lot to talk about. There's also not a lot to talk about. Yes, that's very true. Yes, we have seen Shivers. I had totally forgotten about that film, but yes, we have seen that movie. And the I'm pretty sure we saw the fly together. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Shivers. I remember now. Also, that movie was not very good. It must have been very early in his career, is my guess. Seventy five. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's funny because I got that mixed up with Screamers which is another film we watched, which was terrible, which had like a cover that was looked so promising, but it, the movie did not deliver. And there was a poster of that movie in the background, which I thought, oh, that surely must be the one you're talking about. That's why I got it all confused. But anyway, we've, we've figured it out. I mean, The Fly was good, wasn't it? Oh, yes. The Fly is very good. That is a very good movie. But um, yeah, Shivers, not so much. Okay, well, what did you think about Videodrome, uh, our movie of the week? Well, it was a very, it was very much like in the middle of the two films. Well, I, I've seen three of his now. It was definitely like a progression of his career that I've I've noticed. I guess now that I'm looking back at his films and knowing that Shivers was one by him that I had totally forgotten about, that he he. I guess he was really um, growing into his his genre, I suppose, which I guess you could call it like body horror, I suppose, uh, vi- and very practical effects, very um, convincing practical effects, like especially later on in his career. And this one, I th- I was starting to see a lot of that. Eighty three. I don't know if this is before the fly. Do you know? I think it's probably after, but let me double check. Fill the void. Yes, this is me filling the void. 1986 was The Fly, so he pretty much went from Videodrome to mm-hmm. The Fly. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But yeah, um, I love the effects in this film. They're very well done, and I could yeah see the progression for when you get to The Fly, which is, uh, in my opinion, his best work in that regard. Yeah, and it's a pretty solid film overall. Uh, we can get to the more the nitty-gritty details afterwards, I suppose. But what, what what about you? What are your sort of general thoughts? There was a lot going on. This is a movie that I think you have to really pay attention to. Yes, yes. Um, you probably need... I probably need a second watch. Uh, I mean, I was watching intently, but then, like, looking... doing doing my research and looking um, at what other people have said... Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty deep, um, the themes and what he was meaning to say. Versus what I kind of get out of it. It does get a little complicated, and like at times, um, um, a little unsure of like, oh, is this really going on? Is he hallucinating? And a lot of like explanation that uh, it did get a little confusing at, at times, which is an, uh, something. 
I thought about while watching. I compared it to uh, The Brood, which I don't think you've seen. But that's also like a pretty confusing plot. So I, I was trying to think, oh, maybe this is kind of what uh, kind of his thing. But I don't know. I have not seen The Brood. I have not seen Scanners. Mm-hmm. Scanners is a big one on my list I need to see. but Maybe next week. Have you heard of the band Blondie? <laughs> yes. Yes, I definitely have. Lead singer of Blondie plays Nikki, the woman in the film, who at the end of the film is like, hey, kill yourself. Yes, the main... The main actress in this film, yes. Well, Who I, th- I mean, I, she's in it a lot. She is in it a lot. Um, however, one of my notes here is that... Um, so there was a, a Canadian award ceremony called the Genie Awards. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with that. Um, and no longer is a thing. Uh, 2012 was the last year. But in the 1984 Genie Awards... This movie cleaned up. Oh. Uh, David Cronenberg won Best Director mm-hmm. in Canada. Right. Um, well, that was the only win, but they were nominated for Best Screenplay. Uh, the two actors who played, um, well, one guy played Barry Convex, and then the other guy played Harlan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Okay. Uh, cinematography, editing, and art direction also nominated in their respective uh, categories, and Bianca Oblivion nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Mm, okay. Uh, not the blondie girl. Played Debbie by Harry. Debbie Harry, yeah. She didn't win, but... Right. Okay. Good. Yes, good. good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The uh, Another interesting... Do you remember at the beginning of the film um, with the Japanese porn dealer? Yeah. Well, his name in real life, David Subuchi. Yeah. He later became a minister in the Ontario provincial government. Oh. Went into politics after this one film. Weird. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was quite quite something. When uh, you when you texted me earlier and and wished me good luck, I I thought the worst, like oh, it's gonna be a terrible movie. And then you know it kind of started. And I'm like, oh okay, yeah, not great, kind of wild, um, because I mean there was nudity quite quickly. Yes. And then it just kept going, and then Cronenberg. Yeah, it's quite an interesting um, mood, I guess, to this film. It was very. Uh quite a sexual movie yes mm-hmm. and Great then it, Monday afternoon yeah and then mixed in with all like the body horror which are sometimes like at points were very like visceral like I mean I sort of like cringed a little at some of the the things that were going on especially like the that scene where um James Woods was like piercing Debbie Harry's ears it looked very very real did it not it did. Yeah. What about when, like, he pulls the gun out and the gun starts piercing his own skin? Yeah, that part was cool, too. Or what about when Barry Convex's character gets murdered on stage by James Woods's character, and then his um, tumors start exploding out of him, out of his body? 
Yeah, that that scene was very much like uh, the thing. Have you seen the thing? Like the, yes. Yeah, yeah, it yep. reminded me a lot of that. Kurt Russell. Yeah, it was very cool. But a lot of weirdness to this film as well. Like, especially when Debbie Harry was like, you know, in the TV, and the TV was like became her. You know, those scenes were weird. Yeah, this is a weird movie. Seven nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes was kind of surprising. I thought mm-hmm. crazy Canadian movie. Big um, time. James Woods, not Canadian. I don't know why no. he is, he wanted to do this movie. It's a weird choice, but uh, yeah, I don't, it worked out, I guess. James James Woods like kind of has like a face for this type of film. Like his face is very interesting to watch. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, I would say Jeff Goldblum probably has a similar face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cronenberg likes his weird face dudes. I guess so. Just very uh, distinct. I don't know. And it really sticks out and you kind of very intently watching his facial like expressions and stuff. It was pretty effective. I think he's a terrible human being, probably. Um, I th- I've heard I've heard that, yeah. You know, he, actually, he wasn't even a good actor in this. I didn't like him as an actor in this movie. Um, no, I mean, yeah, he wasn't the best, but I'd, um, I guess that aspect, just how he looks... Um, I thought was pretty. It lent itself to the story for me in certain ways, but yeah, like his the moments where he was acting, maybe not the best. I couldn't name one Blondie song. Call me, call me, on the line, call me. Okay, that's a, that's a Blondie song. Thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. That's gonna be the Instagram clip. You mm. betcha. Uh, but I will. I will say you, you, you. Your choices for the Instagram clipper. I I never expected. It's like, oh, that's what he chose. Oh, okay. Well. Well, okay. Here's my um, my thought process on those. Okay. I I should while I'm editing like find a good a good one and then see where it is so I can easily cut it that way. But mm-hmm. I don't, and so then I get to the program which which cuts it into like a minute long thing right so instead of like taking a lot of time looking for one i just kind of randomly pick a spot and make it work that way so most it's all very random i see um the last episode 19s was the first one which we weren't even talking about the movie itself so Mm -hmm. not at all um and i probably will forget well that's fine to to put that Blondie song in it. We don't actually have to. I just thought that's what we were going to choose, and then you just sort of put my, you crumbled my whole entire entire worldview by saying you just pick it randomly. Life is life has changed for me. Yeah. So, like, I I don't know if I'm in the mood to to like dig deep into the the themes of this of this film, like television and yeah, TV bad. That sort of thing. Yeah. And then the well, ambiguous a, ending. and Well, it's a, I mean, no, it's, it's one of those films you could easily just take it for a horror film with some cool effects and not, and, you know, you know that there are deeper themes there, but, you know, some, you don't always have to engage with those themes. You can just enjoy the film for any way you want, really. Thank you for that. It's so wise. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're not? 
in your 30s yet? I know that that's definitely a 30 year old thing to say. Almost six days from now, D Day. Oh boy, it's just gotta always make it about the war. You know okay. me. Okay, well, is there anything else that uh, you you have? No wise. Uh, nothing specifically. I mean, with the, things will come up when we when we do scores. I'm sure. Andy Warhol called this movie the Clockwork Orange of the 1980s. Mm. Clockwork Orange, a movie I still haven't seen. That's another weird one. I mean, it's a, I guess, in it's just as weird, sure. And it is kind of like a similar thing, like it is. I wouldn't call it horror, really. Maybe a thriller in in some way, but it's also got deeper themes and all that. And so similar yeah. in that sense, but I don't know if it's a. It's the same in terms of uh, art content. Like well, who art. are you to tell Andy Warhol what to think? That's true. He wouldn't listen to my opinion. Do you remember I, that one scene where uh, James Wood's character had that helmet on? Mm-hmm. Well, that scene where he had the helmet on to record his hallucinations uh, was actually played by a body double. Because they were afraid that the helmet would electrocute him. Oh, so just stick some other poor schlub in there and let him do it. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. It, it didn't, I guess. That's good. Three different endings were filmed, and the one they went with was actually James Woods' idea. Oh, it's not like that's that complicated. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, decent. It was a decent movie overall. Mm-hmm. I'm sure our scores will reflect that. Who will have the higher score? At this point, I'm not sure. I guess you're going to have to listen and find out. Yep. So, yeah, I just want to get to the scores. Let's do it. Let's wrap this up. Yep. All right, these are the scores of the week. Week, week, week. Videodrome, 1983. Um, for expectation this week, uh, we're just going to do either it met your expectations it exceeded your expectations or didn't meet your expectations. Okay. So I'll go first, just so you know how to do it. Thank I you. would say that it did not meet my expectations. Okay. I saw 79% on Rotten Tomatoes and, you know, Cronenberg, and it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, so it did not meet my expectations. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to say the same thing. It did not meet my expectations. Um, when I think of David Cronenberg, I think mainly of The Fly, which is a very good movie. I like that one a lot. Um, and so I guess I was holding this one to that same standard. Didn't quite meet those standards. There was a lot of cool moments that um, reminded me of The Fly in some ways, but it just wasn't quite as whole as that film. Um so yeah, it didn't quite meet my expectations. Jeff Goldblum gets bitten by a fly. He turns into a fly and fights crime. The original Spider-Man. Yeah, the fly, the original Spider-Man. Okay, so acting. Mm -hmm. I'll let you go first on acting, just so you can be mean about it. And I don't okay. have to be. Um. When I think about acting, and I, I, I'm i going to say who I thought was the best. And it was 
the actress who played Bridie, I think her name is. It was like James Wood's like assistant. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, he slaps her and then, yes. and then doesn't slap her. Yes, I thought she was the best in this film. Um, she was... I don't know what it, what it was. She just was del- good delivery on her lines, believable, and uh, I, d- I wish she got she, more, she got a, l- a little bit more screen time. Yeah, she was a, a joy to watch. Um, Debbie Harry, actually, I thought she did a pretty good job. I don't know what uh, how much acting she's really done. I didn't even know she was um, an actress. I just I just knew her from Blondie, but. Um, if she hasn't really done all that much acting, this was quite a quite well done. But if she's done, if, she, if her uh, resume is extensive, um, I guess I would have to see her other work to sort of judge. But it was okay. Uh, James Woods, yeah, I, I do wish there was a a little more there. He wasn't very well rounded, I guess. He's just kind of like just kind of there, not really all that engaging in any certain way. Um, so my score for acting, um, I had it just at a five, like just not that, not really that standout, but I mean, not super detrimental to the film, just right down the middle. I appreciate that. This was not Debbie Harry's first role. She's been in a few different things, but like probably her main, her first main one. Okay. So like she's been in a few like documentaries uh, where she plays herself and then just some other random things. Uh, She played a fairy godmother before this. So no, I wouldn't say that she was. um, She did a whole lot of acting. She was in Hairspray. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So my acting score, uh, pretty similar to yours. I wasn't really listening to what you were saying. Uh, because oh. I was trying to look up uh, Debbie Harry's uh, IMDb page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair enough. But I'll give it a four. Acting a four. Uh, James Woods, is is he an actor? He's not. I didn't find him all that great. I thought he was pretty stiff. Yeah. Uh, non-believable. Not a lot of emotion. I, don't, I mean, this movie kind of needed a little bit of emotion. Oh, I'm just, look at this giant slit in my stomach oh a gun I, it's connected to me now um, let me just yeah. kill everybody it's crazy to think that some of these actors were nominated for awards like I mm-hmm. um, Harlan I I liked him the best you liked the secretary woman I liked Harlan Harlan was good too yeah um, he's dead now but uh, I guess that speaks oh. more more to the state of because he died in the movie. He mm-hmm. had that grenade on his hand after. Right. Um, I'll just repeat what I said. It's crazy to think that some of these actors were nominated for awards, but I guess that speaks more to the state of Canadian cinema in 1983 than to this film. Right. Acting for. Uh, wasn't great. It wasn't mm-hmm. terrible, but. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. the ending. Right. A lot of the good meat in this movie happens in the ending, which I always mm-hmm. appreciate. So mm-hmm. he, he kills a bunch of people on both sides, uh, which is always fun. 
the shooting animation could have been better. Yeah, uh, a lot of times. I mean, I I appreciated when he was shooting. I was looking at his face. He was like making the face face. Um, so that's face, good, face. De- decent acting. Um, but a lot of times, you know, he he told down the trigger, and nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. Right away, um, just you know, small things. I'm no, I'm no movie guy, but um, we're not movie guys. I'll it's a good to, thing we got a podcast. I have to tweet it to Cronenberg. Just let him know. Um, yeah. yeah, let him know. I guess him killing himself is kind of the only, the only way out of this. I guess so. It ends ambiguously, which I like. What actually happens? Use your imagination, I guess. Right. I don't know. Um, and then again, I looked. I looked into this. Um, just I read some like Reddit posts and like blogs about it, and they go on forever. I don't have that kind of time. So, ending of five, five out of ten for ending. Okay. Yeah, this like the ending was, I guess, a bit strange. Um, I mean, it is a strange film. This film was also kind of like a slow, a slow burn in some ways. I guess you know, no, maybe not really. Like when I think of Cronenberg, I mean, one of the films I have to think about is The Brood, which is like an insanely slowly paced film, and then you finally get to like the payoff at the end. And I mean, it's a really good payoff at the end, but it just takes so long to get there. Um, the pacing in this film was, I guess, pretty solid. I mean, things do start happening. It gets a little more interesting, a little more interesting. And the ending does have a lot of like the cool effects and stuff, for sure. But then I don't know. I don't know if I how how into the just like him shooting himself thing. I don't know. It I didn't it didn't have a very strong effect on me personally. Like it just wasn't it just wasn't that interesting, I thought. So for ending, I just have it as a five. I mean like it wasn't like a bad ending. But it wasn't like a wow ending. Just kind of like average. Well, that's what I gave it. A five. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same wavelength, I think, for this one. I mean, he was convinced by redheaded blondie singer to do it. Redheaded blondie singer. That's what I call her. Um, Okay, well, now is the moment that we've all been waiting for. Will Jesse finally have a higher score for the movie than Josh? Well, folks, we... We we we're here again, and that must sound strange, but we we had another about twenty minutes or so of recording, and it got lost, unfortunately. And we had so much fun. We were talking about the follower of the week on Instagram, and we're talking about our funny conversations we had at Christmas time, and and now here we are, and you didn't hear any of that. So, Videodrome. Videodrome. Film, we had a fun time watching it. It was a weird one. David Cronenberg, Canadian. Won an award, nominated for a bunch of awards. Um, this, I mean, we could just like never put this out and it'd just be like the lost episode. Morale uh, is low, that's, folks. That's so frustrating. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work. Um, anyways, Morale is at uh, an all-time low. Richard this... Bachman from the Guess Who is our follower of the week. <laughs> yep. The Brazilian worst. Brazilian man. Yep. 
Richmond Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, this, uh, you know, it's heartbreaking. Next episode, uh, episode 21, we don't have a, a movie yet, but whatever movie we'll pick will probably be better. The episode will be better. Everything will be better. Mm-hmm. You know, how? if you were to pick one word to assure you that the day that you're currently on is real Christmas, what day, what, what, what word would you choose? What? So it's Christmas Day, but you're not 100% sure. Oh, like actual Christmas? Yeah. So it's, going? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, no, no, not actual Christmas. And, and you go, well, how do you know it's actual Christmas? And then there's just one, there's one thing that lets you know it's actual Christmas. Do you know what that is? Is that uh, Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ. Jesus. J Man. My name starts with J. Your name starts with J. Could be some deeper meaning there. Who knows? Yeah. So last week, we made it pretty clear that we're a pro-vaccine podcast. And Mm -hmm. this week, we're going to make it very clear that we're a pro-Jesus Christ podcast. Um, We believe in the power of... You know what? Maybe I I should cut this out. Probably. I mean, he had a a pretty killer uh, beard, I've heard. I like beards. Yeah, pretty killer beard. Um, He didn't even, like, um, you know, put stuff in it. It just was natural. Yeah, like a natural look, for sure. Soft. Yeah. Okay, well, on this note, Mm. um, we're just going to wrap it up. Okay, wrap it. Cut. Like a Christmas gift. Yeah, we're just going to cut this. Thanks for listening to the 20th episode of the podcast. Probably an episode we'll never talk about again. Yes. Well, the promise was there. Mm. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> thank you very, very much, folks. Now, upbeat music to end. Yes, give it to me. Podcast.